In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Welcome in, Cleveland Browns fans, to your OBR podcast and to Victory Number Nine Pod. Victory Number Nine. You heard that right, Browns fans. Your Cleveland Browns will end this season with a winning record. And we are here to celebrate it like we do every time the Browns win. We celebrate Victory Sunday, Victory Monday, Victory Week. As we head into a huge, huge matchup with the Baltimore Ravens coming up next week. But for now, we are going to take a look at what happened for your Cleveland Browns today against the Tennessee Titans. But first, let me talk to you about Indeed. 2020 has already been a challenge. Uh, It's reshaped how we worked, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term commitments or contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore. Uh, So it's clear Indeed can help get you the hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. That is coming up, folks. Terms and conditions apply. So as always, we want to take some look at some stats uh, for the Browns versus the Titans and then roll right into really what the conversation is going to be, which we can obviously predict the tale of two halves. The Browns let off the gas. You know, some of those kind of conversations are the obvious ones uh, coming out of this game. But first, statistically, Baker Mayfield, 25 of 33, 334 yards and four touchdowns. I believe he had at least three drops, possibly four today, uh, including Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, at uh, what would have been a touchdown on their first play. Or, I'm sorry, their first drive. 25 of 33, though, overall, 334 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. He has gone quite a few games now. Uh, and I think it's like 150 passing attempts or more without an interception. Obviously, he had the late-game fumble and the uh, quarterback sneak, but as a quarterback passing the ball, 25-33, 334 yards and four touchdowns. On the other side, Ryan Tannehill, 29-45, for 385 yards, 
three touchdowns, one interception. So a few more completions on a lot more attempts uh, for about 55 more yards, it looks like, and that one interception than Baker. So Baker with a really, really quality game. On the receiving end, Higgins, six for 95 and a touchdown. Peoples-Jones, two for 92, including that 75-yard long one for a touchdown. Landry, eight for 62 and a touchdown. Chubb had one for 26. Hunt, three for 24. Hooper, two for 24. And obviously, way back early in the game, Baker Mayfield, one reception, four six yards coming from Mr. Jarvis Landry, who then got hit, a late hit on the quarterback, quote-unquote, on Jarvis for another 15 yards. On the other side, uh, Davis had 11 for 182. They used they they went to him a lot. AJ Brown uh, four for 87. He was really limited after that ankle injury, where he just had one of those basketball kind of turned ankles. Fersker uh, late in the game, a lot of catches, five for 51. I think almost all of those came late in the game. Uh, so that's the the major contributors for the passing game for the Titans. And then on the running side, which many expected to be the story of the game, Nick Chubb eight. 18 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown with a long of 29. Kareem Hunt, 14 carries for 33 yards with a long of 8. Uh, Baker had 5 yards uh, rushing on 4 attempts. Uh, Derrick Henry on the other side, 15 attempts for 60 yards. That's what happens when you take the other team's rushing attack out of the game, right? With, with a huge uh, early offense. The Browns were able to really limit the Titans' ability to run the ball. So again, Derrick Henry, 15 attempts for 60 yards. Uh, McNichols had two attempts for two yards and a touchdown late in the game. Uh, And so that's really the story of the game as we kind of look at where the Cleveland Browns, again, at 9-3. and As we look at this game, people are going to talk about the story of two halves, and it's understandable. Browns fans, I want to be honest. I've watched a lot of football. I know you have as well. Um, I've been blessed that I've been able to watch a lot of football, not just Browns football. And what I know from the NFL is that this happens. This happens all the time in that teams get a big lead. The Browns were up 38 to seven going into the second half. So a 30 point, 31 point lead. And then the team's goal is to play the odds. And the odds are that another team will struggle to make up a 31-point deficit in the second half. Now, the late score, listen, it is what it is. It's a score, took it down to 41-35. We know how that happened on the Baker Mayfield fumbling on his quarterback's knee on that fourth down. Had the Browns just punted the ball, uh, they would have had to put their defense back on the field, but likely that score doesn't happen, but it does. So 41-35, I don't think that's the story of the game. I think the story of the game is twofold. Baker Mayfield having a very good game. Again, uh, three or four drops by his receivers would have had his uh, 29 of 33 uh, for about 350, 360, 370, somewhere in that area. Obviously, those drops change a lot of things, and who knows what it would change. But Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski showed in the first half that they could win the game by throwing the football. The rushing attempts were way down in the first half. The passing attempts were way up, and they were successful. It is very clear that Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield showed today that they can win games by throwing the football. Then they held on to win, and that was the goal. Again, you play 
the odds. And the odds are that when you are up 31 points in the second half, you're going to win the game. And the odds get worse if you're turning the ball over, if you're getting sacked, if you're that that that's when the odds get worse. So the Browns decided to slow it down, run the ball, easy completions, and just play the odds because the end goal is to win the game. That's it. And so at some level, you have to play those odds, and it's what NFL teams do. The Browns were up 20 points with five minutes left in the third quarter, right? 20. They were up 13 with a minute and 23 seconds left in the fourth quarter. They played the odds. So you can say whatever you want to say, but with five minutes left in the third quarter, they were up 20. And then they bled the clock. They let the Titans bleed the clock. They got the turnover. They did what they had to do to pull out a win at 41-35, a game that likely should have ended 41-28. It didn't, and that is just what it is. Uh, You know, that's just the way things go. But the Cleveland Browns played the game the way winning football teams play football games. So I don't think that's the story. I think the story is that Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski can win football games against a good team, the Tennessee Titans were 8-3 and three against a good team, just like they were against the Colts. Against a good team, the Cleveland Browns can win passing the football. I do think the other story is the sloppiness. I'm going to specifically point you to these two numbers, 13 and 92. 13 penalties for 92 yards. The Titans had five penalties for 52 yards. Now, let's just be honest. Miles Garrett could probably get, should get a holding call most snaps. He doesn't. They showed one where literally the guy had his hand inside Miles Garrett's face mask and was holding the back of his jersey as he tried to sack the quarterback and they didn't call it. So, but still... It doesn't even matter what the Titans had. The Cleveland Browns had 13 penalties for 92 yards. The Kevin Johnson hit to the head uh, that negated an interception was a big one. There were a lot of penalties. Wills had a holding. Hooper had a holding. 13 penalties for 92 yards. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of times people talk about um, good, good losses uh, things that they can kind of coach from or whatever. And then sometimes when teams are playing really, really well, they like these kind of negative things. You know, uh, the Steelers, for example, as an undefeated team, may want to actually lose a game, might be okay losing a game in the regular season as a way for Ke- uh, Mike Tomlin and uh, the coaching staff to have something else to fight their team about, make sure they're focused, all of those kind of things. And the Browns with 13 penalties for 92 yards, as well as, listen, they gave up two quick touchdowns, uh, basically via the passing game of the Titans. But we've known that the Browns' passing defense is not very good, and it's worse when Denzel Ward, Ronnie Harrison, Grant Delpit, the rest of the crew, Greedy Williams, is out. Like, they're just worse that way. That's how it works when you lose starting-level talent or multiple players at the same position, 
That's how that happens. But the Browns, Kevin Stefanski and company have 13 penalties and 92 yards to talk about. They have the struggles for the passing defense, right? Ryan Tannehill almost threw for 400 yards. Now, that happens when a team is down, right? When a team is down, they have to throw the ball. Derrick Henry doesn't get to run the ball as much, which is exactly what the Browns want, right? So the Browns threw the ball early to run the ball late. The Titans kind of stuck with their running game too long. They should have seen pretty quickly uh, that this was going to be kind of a passing game, especially as the Browns, you know, up 3 nothing should have been 7, up 10 nothing, up 17 nothing. At that point, it sounds terrible, but Derrick Henry shouldn't even be on the field much unless he's going to be catching the ball out of the backfield and those kind of things, which is fine. But the Browns passed the ball early to run the ball later. The Titans tried to run the ball to set up their pass, and they just never were able to do that. The big stop uh, on Derrick Henry's fourth down run by Sheldon Richardson was huge. Obviously, the forced fumble by Sheldon Richardson was huge. Lots of big plays as we go through this game. Lot to be excited about if you are a fan of the Cleveland Browns. But the two stories coming out of this game number one, Baker Mayfield, Kevin Stefanski, and the passing offense can win games 334, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Number two, sloppy 13 penalties, 92 yards, and then the passing defense just not able to uh, stop the Titans most of the game. So Big stories coming out of that. The The conversation is going to be about the late lead that was blown. Again, up 20 late in the third quarter, up 13 with a minute and 23 seconds left in the game. Those are good leads, good wins. Obviously, the late fumble recovery and then later touchdown, 41-35. The six-point differential doesn't tell the story of the game. This is a game that the Cleveland Browns controlled. They were in control. Talked about it on a recent podcast. It's all about control. And the Browns had control of this game. The Their leads, 3-10-17-10-17-24-31, right? And then it starts to get chipped away a little bit, 25 Back to 17, back to 20, right? So the Browns literally had a double-digit lead until 28 seconds left in the game and had a 20-point lead until a minute and 23 seconds left in the game. The Browns control the game. It just doesn't feel that way. We're not used to what that looks like. And now in just a second, we're going to look at what it looks like for the Cleveland Browns, where they're at in the standings, where they're at, you know, where their their opponents are. But first, let me talk to you about Bet Online. Football's back in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on every possible chance to win this season. From great game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Listen, I hope you all took my advice and took those early uh team totals, uh, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their uh, bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. So, your 9-3 and three Cleveland Browns, 9 and three Cleveland Browns, who will at worst end the year nine and seven. Your Cleveland Browns will at worst 
end the year at nine and seven. We know what their upcoming schedule looks like. They have the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football, and then the two New York teams, and then Pittsburgh to end the year. The Steelers are currently eleven and zero. The Baltimore Ravens will be fighting for their playoffs lives. Currently, they are six and five. They have a game. Uh, I believe that their game is now on Tuesday this week, if that's right. Um, and then they'll be, and then the game against Cleveland, right? So it's a big game right now. As it has been, uh, there are only three teams with more wins than the Cleveland Browns. That's the Steelers, Chiefs, and Saints. The Browns currently are the only nine-win teams, but that's because I'm talking at 445 on Sunday. The Seahawks, Bills, Packers all can join them as a nine-win team, but your Cleveland Browns are currently uh, only three teams, two in the AFC, will have a better record than the Cleveland Browns when this week ends with only four weeks left in the season for the playoffs, the Browns are currently slotted in as the fifth seed. Uh, so they, and nothing will change that. The, they are one game up on the Miami Dolphins and they are one game off on the Indianapolis Colts. They have the tiebreaker against the Colts. They are two games up on the Las Vegas Raiders, who should be 6-6, six and six, but Greg Williams decided to blitz everybody when the Raiders had like no timeouts left in like 10 seconds at the 50-yard line uh, and gave up a late score. But your Cleveland Browns are 9-3. and three. Given the way, uh, listen, we don't deal with the playoffs that often, so we, we're not used to this, but given the way seeding happens, uh, it looks like the fifth seed is the best possible outcome for the Browns. Uh, the Steelers would have to have a very quick nosedive, uh, which doesn't seem likely, barring some kind of injury. Uh, so the Browns, even if they finish with a better record than the Titans and Bills, will go on the road to start the playoffs if things ended as they are right now. But 9-3 and three with the Dolphins, Colts one game behind them, the Raiders two games behind them. If the Ravens win, they'll also be two games back. If they lose, they'll fall to six and six on the season. So we'll see where they go from there. But right now, and the squarely in the fifth seed with a one game lead on the Dolphins and the Colts, who they have uh, a tiebreaker against the Colts and the Titans who are in the fourth seed uh, for the AFC South as the Browns have swept the AFC South, at least the games that they're Get them all right. Houston Texans. Yep. Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Tennessee Titans. Yep. The Browns have swept your AFC South. Nine and three going into the home stretch. Two tough games. Two games that seem to be easy. Again, seem to be easy with the uh, 0-12 New York Jets and the New York Giants who are currently sitting at four and seven as they play right now. Uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, but they are actually the fourth seed in the NFC because the NFC East is terrible. But the Browns have an opportunity to sweep the NFC East as well as they've already beaten the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington football team. That leaves them just with the Giants. So the Browns could end this year with eight wins against two different divisions as well as their, their sweep of the Cincinnati Bengals. And we will see where the rest of the AFC North games against the Ravens and the Steelers go. But for now, your Cleveland Browns are 9-3. and three. We'll be celebrating this week with Steven on, uh, hopefully as long as uh, uh, construction is done in his home. Uh, Steven, Jake, Fred, uh, all on the docket for this week. 
as things kind of get back to normal, uh, at least for a couple of weeks. And then we have some more holidays. Who knows how those will go. But thank you for coming by. Again, I am Jared Mueller. I am your host at Jared K. Mueller. That's J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R on Twitter. You can get all the site at the OBR. And then you can get a hold of the OBR.com for all the great writing from Jonathan and Johnny and uh, Jake and Fred and all the folks over there that do such a great job. And we'll see if the Browns, if there's any moves left to make. Tedrick Thomas is now on the team. Is there a wide receiver out there given all the injuries they have? We shall see. But we will get into that the rest of the week. Thank you for stopping by. Have a great day. Have a great week. Go Browns. But most importantly, because I did this in the wrong order for some reason, take care of yourself, take care of others, and go Browns.